Okay, so we discussed yesterday, the Maral told us that the idea of Yavan is, Malchus Yavan is Muchel Nesnagad Yisrael, B'mashri Yeshlem Torah Mitzvah Selekis. The main Indian of Yavan, and the main idea that Yavan really hates is not the fact that we have Torah, not the fact that we have mitzvahs, not the fact that we have the base of Mikdash. They don't mind any of those things. What they mind is that we have spirituality. So you can have all the physicality. They love beauty, they love chachma, they love all the things that we love. But they love when it's disconnected from anything deeper. They love the chitzonius without the panimis. That's Yavan. That's what Yavan came to do. And therefore, like we said yesterday, Yavan didn't have an agenda to destroy Klal Yisrael. They didn't try to kill us. They didn't even try to convert us, really. That was not their agenda. Their agenda was take away the feeling of being special. Take away the feeling of Torah being something which is connected to Elokos, which is connected to God. And take away the base of Mikdash and say the base of Mikdash is just a beautiful building. Right? That, that was their main agenda. That's why we find that when Yavan came in, Yavan did not destroy the Beis HaMikdash, right? It's such an interesting thing. If you think about this, you know, for a minute, Yavan, Yavan came in, what did they do? They didn't destroy the Beis HaMikdash. What did they do? They went around, yeah? they made all, all the Shemin and the Beis HaMikdash Tamani, right? It sounds like a fourth grader thing to do, right? They come in inside, and what do they do? They don't, they don't pour out the oil. They don't pour it out. They don't destroy the oil. What they do is they rip off every top of every oil, right? You know, like the kid hates, you know, a certain thing, and like you go ahead and you just rip off. That's what they did. It's a babyish thing. Were you coming in and ripping off the cover of every oil and making a tummy? They didn't break the base of Mikdash. Leave the base of Mikdash. So parts of Hamas Megdala. They broke some of the walls. They broke in Y. They don't have an Indian in pouring out oil. We're fine if you have oil. But if you have oil that you think is holy oil, because it's sealed with the stamp of the cutting oil, that they have an issue with. So they pulled it all off. Oil, we'll see in a minute. We'll see either today or tomorrow. Oil represents chachma. Oil represents anything, any wisdom. You have wisdom, that's fine. We love wisdom also. The greatest philosophers came from Greek. We love the idea of a philosophy, of wisdom, of thinking. There were deep people. But don't say that your deep thoughts have to do with God. Right? Rip off all, rip off all the covers off of all of Shemen, all the oil. And just say, it's not holy. And they did the same thing in the Beis HaMikdash. Your parts of Hamas Magdalene. They came in and they said, the Beis HaMikdash is a beautiful building. We love the architect. We love the way you made it, but it's not holy. There's nothing holy about the Beis HaMikdash. And we know that the Beis HaMikdash is not Eitzim Avanim. Well, right, so the Beis HaMikdash is, is clearly not a building of Eitzim Avanim. Right? The greatest proof to that is, is as Ram explained to us, when do we, when do we, when do we mourn the Chorban Beis HaMikdash? Tishabav, right? Tishabav. When was the Beis HaMikdash destroyed? Yud. On the, on the tenth day of Av, right? There's a discussion why we why why we why we're mourning the Beis Hamikdash and Tespa Av and not in Yud Av. Some of this far and right. What's the shot that we mourn the Bechorim Beis Hamikdash and Tespa Av? What happened on Tespa Av? The Shechina left the Beis Hamikdash. Rabbi Shem said they're going to come and they're going to destroy the Beis Hamikdash. Romans are going to destroy the Beis Hamikdash. Hashem took a Shechina outside of the Beis Hamikdash, and now what was the Beis Hamikdash? Now it was Taka Eitzim Avanim. Now now it was just you know wooden stones. So when they came in and destroyed the Beis Hamikdash, that wasn't such a terrible tragedy. What they did was they came and destroyed a structure that was a beautiful structure. So it was morning. the leaving, well, morning, the leaving of the Shechina from that building, that, and the, which means the Shechina and this one, that's what really morning. And, that, and that's what they wanted to do. The oven said, keep the building. We have no problem with the building. Beautiful building. We love it. Don't say that the building's holy. Your parts of Chama is Right? That's why, what do we do on Chanukah? What do we do on Chanukah? We light the Menorah. Where do we light the Menorah? Outside, outside in the street. Right? Really, it's not supposed to be. We're really supposed to be by the front door of your house. Outside. The Why do we do that? It's the only mitzvah that we have an Indian to do it. Like Dafkin, the Rosh Hashanah. Normally, everything stays within the four walls of the, the house or the base Medrash or the base Knesset. Everything stays within. It's the one mitzvah that we have an idea that we need a Dafkin to do it outside. Why? What was, what was Yavan's main Indian? Yavan's main Indian is... There's no separation. All, your house is not any holier than the outside street. The Rishusha Yachid and the Rishusha Ram are all one. 
Everything merges together. There's no, don't give me this thing that this building's a holy building. Right? Who decided that this building's holy? It's the same. The streets, the streets, it's the same as the street. It's nicer. It's warm in here. It's cold in here. Today we have the AC on, but it's not holy. They said, let's merge the idea of the outside world and the inside world and say that they're all one. There's no pneumious, everything's chitzenius. What we do is we do the exact opposite. We take the fire, we take the ur, we take the kedusha, and we put it on the outside. And we say, not only do we believe, not only do we believe the kedusha's on the inside, we believe that if you do the outside, right? If you live in the outside world properly, you find Kedusha everywhere. Kedusha is everywhere. In every supermarket that you go to, in every business deal that you do, Kedusha is every place that you go. I was telling some of the Chavah this morning, we are learning about, uh, about Din Tairah. When three people sit and judge a Din Tairah, the Gemara is a Havamina, the Gemara Brachas, that maybe it's not Tairah. Maybe that's just called making shalom between people. The Gemara says, no, the Shechina comes and dwells. It says, um, the Karev, like, I don't remember the Lashon of the Pasuk. The Shechina comes and dwells even when three people do a Din Tairah. So I was telling some of the Chavah, we said this over before downstairs at some point. That, that Rav Nachman writes, wh- wh- why does somebody go to Din Tairah? So I, oh, we said on the bus, that's where he said it, right? Rav Nachman writes, why, why does it happen that somebody has, has this idea that he gets into a fight with his business partner and he has to go to Din Tairah? Like, like, what, what's it, Mida, Kenegad, Mida? Where does that come from? Rav Nachman writes, an unbelievable thing. It's an unbelievable thing. Rav Nachman says you have two choices in life. You can either bring Tairah to your business, and if you don't do that, then you have to bring business to Tairah. You want to bring Torah into your business? You want to make your business something that's connected with the Rabbanu Shalom? Great. You don't want to do that. The Rabbanu Shalom says, oh, you want to separate me from your business? You want to say that there's two separate worlds, that there's Gashmias and Ruchnias, and this is just physical? I'm just involved in the business? I'm saying, okay, let's see, how, let's see how it plays out. You'll now need to take your business and bring it to the Bez. And instead of talk about what the Rajba mean and how do the Rajba apply to your business case with your fight with your partner. You have two choices, either bring Torah to business or business to Torah. And that's what we believe. We take the Menorah and we light it outside because we believe Everything's Kedusha. There's nothing in the world that doesn't contain Kedusha within it. Every act that we do, all of Gashmis contains Kedusha. All of Chachma, Torah obviously contains Kedusha. Everything contains Kedusha. And that was what Yavan tried to break. They said there's no Kedusha. Everything's physical. They hated that idea. Right? That's why the Medrash and Barashas Rabbah is a very interesting Medrash, somewhat of a famous Medrash. The Medrash writes that one of the things that Yavan made a decree on, made a few very interesting decrees. One of the decrees was, Kis Wulachem al Karin Shar. Every single Jew needed to write on the horn of a Shar. You needed to write, You have no connection to God. You write it on the current of the shark. What do you have to write it on the horn of, a, of an ox? I don't know. Write it on, you know, spray painted across the walls of every house, right? If they're trying to get this message into us that you have no connection to Hashem, you have no connection to spirituality, why on the current of a shark? So I think the pshat is very simple. What, 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 did they, what did they used to use the shark for back in the day? Plowing the fields, right? The shark was the one that was out there in the fields. The ox was the one that was plowing the fields. When you're out there in the field, and you're involved in your work, what do you need to tell yourself? This is work, this is mundane, this is physical. Yavan hates the idea that our work can be spiritual. It kills Yavan when we say, we're going now and we're going to eat breakfast, and it's a spiritual. It's not spiritual, you're eating breakfast. They say even the spiritual things that we have aren't spiritual. Even Torah is just, but physical can be spiritual? That's the exact, that's the antithesis of Yavan. Yavan's all chitzonius. You're telling me that even chitzonius has panemius? You tell me that food has panemius? You tell me the clothing you wear has panemius? You tell me that the work that you do has that they hate. So therefore, kiss for the Chemal Karen right on the Karen of Hashem. When you're out there plowing your field, sit there and remember, this is nothing to do with God, nothing to do with God. I'm not connected to Hashem. I'm just working. I'm trying to make money for my family. And that's not Emes. The opposite is, is Hanukkah. Hanukkah is no. The Ur of Hanukkah is, it spreads itself to all places in the world. It spreads itself to the outside, to this, to this street, to this realm and say, yeah, this Kedusha right here. And every single thing that we do, we believe are connected to Hashem. We're constantly, consistently connected to Hashem. And that's the Avaidah. And that's what the morale tells us, that the main thing they're misnagged one against was Torah and the base of Mikdash. Because Torah and the base of Mikdash are two sides of the same coin. Torah is the representation of anything which is Seichel. 
Anything which is, which is more, it's not physical, it's something which is more mental. Taira represents the idea that in anything seichel, anything intellectual, anything a little bit above this physical, something that you can't touch, it's not physical, the spirituality. What does the base of Mikdash represent? That in this physical world, in the physical building, in wood and stones and gold and silver, there's spirituality there. And that's why Taira and the base of Mikdash are the center of the world. Without Taira, the world can't, can't, can't you know, ceases to exist. And the base of Mikdash was the same thing. The base of Mikdash was the makar of Shefa for the whole world. All Shefa came through the base of Mikdash and then flowed out to the world. Besamikdash, Yishalayim, Eretz Yisrael, and then to the rest of the world. But the main place that everything comes from the Besamikdash, it's the Makarvel, the Tfilas, that's the main part. Why? Because the Besamikdash represents the fact that Kedusha is in all of spirituality, in all of physicality. So if all of, phys- all of physicality comes from where? It comes from the place, it comes from the place of the Besamikdash, the recognition that even in the physical, the spiritual. So even in the Chitzonius is Panimius. And that's Yavan's main Hisnagdis is against the Besamikdash. That's where they went to the Besamikdash. They knocked down the walls, they, they, they contaminated the oil to say, this is not a holy place, this is not holy. We come in and we do Chanukah Savayas, we reinaugurate the Besamikdash and say, yeah, this is a place of Kedusha. Torah is holy, places are holy, physicality is holy, everything is holy, everything that we do in this world. And that's, uh, that's the Avoidah. Mitch, we'll continue tomorrow to explain to us how, why Dafka the Neirois and why in the oil, especially. But that's uh, a. <laughs>